We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest in Kansas City soccer coverage from KCSN, featuring No Other Pod with Jimmy Mack and Daniel Kuser. Currently, with Daniel Kuser and Chris Wright, and Soccer Talks with Ali Trost Martin. KC Sports Network is your new go to for Kansas City soccer coverage. Make sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything. And now, let's get to it. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Currently on Kansas City Sports Network. It's me, Daniel Kuzman Kuzer, and Christopher Right, I got nothing fun. <laughs> well, Chris, what's up, man? Oh, man, I'll take it. I'll take it. A, a fun weekend, man. Um, obviously, Father's Day, Father's Day uh, Juneteenth, uh, a nice ah. extended weekend. Yes, uh, happy Juneteenth to everyone that, uh, you know, ha- is now a national holiday. So that's kind of a neat, uh, or federal holiday, right? It's kind of a neat yeah. deal. And uh, happy Father's Day to all the Casey Current dads out there listening to us. So happy you're here for another week, buddy. We got we got a couple things to talk about today. We got a, It was a double game week as far as recording purposes go for us. Uh, two very different games. So we're going to... We're gonna th- we're gonna run the gamut of emotions here today for you folks, because because we all lived it. We know how that goes. Uh, it as always, if you've yet to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, go get that done. Uh, also, Spotify is happily taking your five star ratings as well. So, uh, dude, quick side note: I am in a murder mystery this weekend. Did I tell you this? You touched on it, but not yeah. into detail. So, yeah. Just, it's a one-off. It's a one-night-only thing. It's a fundraiser. Uh, tickets are sold out. So if you're thinking like, oh, I'm going to get tickets, sorry. Uh, it's 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 neat, man. It's kind of cool. Where is it Where is it held at? Uh, it's Peak Civic Theater. Okay. Uh, it, it's just a short little thing. And, and the people who guess it right are entered into like a drawing to win prizes. And they well, the whole night they drink, drink free booze and eat free food while uh, a murder mystery plays out in like seven scenes throughout the evening so huh. pretty neat pretty yeah. pretty unique fun thing i've only ever done it one other time um but this is the first time that laugh lines our improv troupe is a is a part of it so could be could be fun you guys do a really good job so it'll be really kind of interesting to kind of see what you guys can cook up on that yeah 
it's fun. We're usually, and we're off during the summer, so it's nice to get back together and, and do a little something. Um, well, buddy, where do we, where, I guess there's no time like the present to jump into the week. Uh, we had that Challenge Cup game. We didn't get to talk about that last week because we recorded on the day of the game. Um, I don't know what I was expecting. I, I certainly wasn't expecting a, a 4 nil thumping, um, but it was against, it was against Chicago. So it was definitely, uh, you definitely assumed you'd win because they're pretty much struggling in their, in the table and, uh, you know, the game's at home. So four nil, bro. Not, I don't even know. Uh, we just exploded. The second half was, uh, insane. Well, let's take a quick step back. So on Wednesday, you're going through, I believe, a, a, a fast. Is that correct? I remember oh, it was, it was a, 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 well, as a cleanse. I was cleanse. on like a, okay. I was on like 1200 calories, something like that. Okay. And I had a long week and then uh, like no energy going to that game. Cause as we're driving up, we're both like, we're tired, we're exhausted, you know, a midweek game. Right. So mm -hmm. after work um, we came in there pretty low energy, man. And, and boy, boy, do we have a surprise, right? A four nil explosion. And that's just like you said, um, when they were warming up, man, they just had a look. They just had a look about them. And I even mentioned oh. to him, like, you know, we're about to feast on some prey. It, everybody looked serious. Everybody just looked focused. And, man, they, they dominated the game. So you – okay. I See, I was out of it, man. I don't even remember Wednesday. I hardly remember what I had for breakfast yesterday. Uh, I don't remember you saying that to me. But so you saw you saw that fight. You were like, whoa, warm-ups are looking good. <laughs> Could be a hell of a game. You know, to be fair, I say that when they lose too, but, you know, I'll take credit, you know, when they, when it actually happens, I'm not going to mention it when, you know, when it doesn't, but, uh, but yeah, okay. they looked really focused. They looked really good and it, it certainly showed on the field. Well, let's, let's break something down real fast. There were a total of 30 shots in this game. We took 20, Chicago took 10, uh, insane. You know, shots on goal, however, we almost got about half those on goal. We got nine to their four. So this game was wildly lopsided, man, with an ex expected goal uh, uh, on our side of 2.11. Theirs wasn't even one. It was 0.71. So I didn't see that in the first half. I mean, the first half, I was a little, little nervous. I was like, it's time to shift gears here. It's time to put the pedal down, drop the hammer, if you will, and put put this team out of their misery. Like, send them home. Send them home with that that disappointed feeling that we've had for a long time. And, and boy, did they ever, man. Like, where do you even – is there even anything to talk about in the first half, in your opinion? Yes, a, a couple things. So, first of all, um, you just went over some stats. But we – our possession was almost 20 – points higher than chicago when was the last time we had you know a possession of almost 20 points higher right oh, never 20, happens 20 percentage points yeah sorry yeah oh, 20 wow. percentage points so that never happens but you know something to talk about elizabeth, elizabeth ball and Gatross starting to me that was that was the biggest thing um you know we finished opportunities which is what we'll talk about you got some ghosts over there sir that's me. I will mute my mic. See, when the wife... Okay. It's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. My wife usually wrangles them while I'm on the podcast. Well, guess what? 
She's not home. I'm at home alone, fending for myself, burning the house down. I don't know how <laughs> things work. You know what this is? I bet it's my purple carrot getting delivered. I guarantee you it's my freaking food. <laughs> so what do you do when there's spiders over there? Because I, I know usually you, you get Marissa to go chase them down and, and get rid of them. Listen, don't you don't got to tell people about my spider situation. Uh, <laughs> no, if there's a spider, I will... I will okay. smash that guy. You will You will be smashed. Uh, I don't necessarily love to pick it up, but if I am alone, I will. But if there's another avenue, then I will I will ask my spouse, hey, there's a dead spider over here. You mind? <laughs> oh. Bad deal, man. I'm not, I'm not messing around. And snakes, I've yet to have a snake in the house. And I'm not... Can you hear that man at all? Do you even hear the mic picking it up? A little bit. A little bit. All right. I'm going to go kill him. Uh, <laughs> look, and then my other dog goes on hunger strike when my wife's out of town. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm on hunger strike until mom returns. And I'm like, dude, you need to eat your food. So one time I just locked his food in his kennel and I come, I left for like two hours and I came back and his freaking blanket is on top of the food bowl. It's like, he was like no food, but then I removed the blanket and it was eaten. But the bowl was also pushed closer to the bars. So I only imagine that Splinter stuck his head through the bars <laughs> and ate the food. Man. So it's just you, right? It's just you that when you're gone, they'll eat. But when you're there by yourself, no good. I guess so, man. I guess so. It's a, it's a wild time here at the Coozer household. I, the, the, the woman leaves and shit goes to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? ASAP. She needs to get back ASAP. Oh, dude. She's at a she's at an office that overlooks a beach. So I told her to take her time. That sounds marvelous. <laughs> Here you are fending for yourself. Do you have like yeah, a fit. bat or a machete right next to you at all times or machete. To protect yourself? <laughs> what am I in the jungle? Slicing <laughs> vines like Indiana Jones? <laughs> hey, you never know what you'll need, man. You never know what you'll need. Hey, let me be the first one to say, by the way, we won this game. Because of Lee Wynn, baby. New coach, <laughs> Lee Wynn. <laughs> that you, yeah, you pointed that out right away. The Lee Wynn effect. I mean, I don't know. It's, just, it's something that happened and that was very new and topical. And I was like, well, let's just chalk it up to that. Uh, but then we lost later. So I don't know what to chalk that up to. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. But dude, this, uh, we dominated this match, bro. Freaking dominated. Uh, Almost 82% passing accuracy? Like, that's phenomenal because nothing frustrates me more than when pro athletes aren't accurate. I mean, you're, you're paid professionally, uh, unless you're women. You don't get paid enough. That's a whole different story we've talked about. Uh, but it's just, dude, to see 82% passing accuracy, it, it cannot be overlooked. I feel like that's a big deal. I'm going to be honest, man. Like, having Gatral back who steadies that midfield on the kind of the defensive on the back end. She's so crucial to have back there, man. I mean, nothing really gets past her. What I love is her positioning, man. She's always where she needs to be, whether we're attacking, swinging the ball around, whether they're getting ready to counter, man, she's, she's there, you know, along with uh, Di Bernardo who, you know, has played with her, her whole career, a lot of it anyway, in Chicago, they have such great chemistry, yeah. Man, just having them two on the field at the same time, it feels like a different team. And then that's going to be a theme, not only for this game, but for the, but for the, you know, the regular season game against uh, Washington, but ball, man, 
ball. You could tell when she's on the field, the veteran leadership, the, the flexibility they have as a team, she goes up. She Look. goes up because she knows what time to get, you know, when to get back, how to cut off a passing lane. When it is Robinson and Soto, it's almost like two rookies who just don't want to fuck up, right? Like keep it in front of you. Don't mess up and, and just do everything you can not to let a goal in. With ball, the flexibility is there. You know, she makes the whole team better. It's it's night and day on that defense. And that's not a knock on Soto, by the way, or, or Robinson. They're young. They're, you know, rookie and a trialist. It's just having that veteran leadership of ball that really makes a difference in my mind. A hundred percent, dude, a rookie and a trialist. You said it best. It's uh, it's tough to be hard on players like that, who it's their like first time with the team or first time in the league. But Elizabeth ball is a problem, not for us, for <laughs> other teams. She's a problem, bro. And the only reason, the only way I'm mad is that she's coming back from injury, so we aren't seeing her for a whole 90 minutes. We're getting her in 30-minute spurts, 45-minute spurts. Then she comes off, and our play kind of goes down. Um, I, I don't like that because I don't think one player makes a team, but one player does make a pretty solid back line. It can really help back there. Um, we're out here breaking Challenge Cup goals, by the way. Uh, what was it? All four goals within 15 minutes and 58 seconds, which is a challenge cup record. Fastest time four goals have ever been scored in the history of the challenge cup. Um, also, that's the largest margin of victory for KC NWSL as a club since their inception. It's the their largest victory. I love it. I These teams that we support, buddy, keep scoring multiple goals. I'm even throwing it into sporting, scoring three and four times per match. And you hear the goal celebration song. And I'm just singing it like the whole way home because I just got done hearing it 19 <laughs> times at the stadium. Uh, it's it's just fun, man. It's fun when you score goals and inevitably win the game. Well, I mean, we got four goals on nine shots on goal. So that's, you know, you know, a little less than 50%, right? Yeah. Finishing rate. That's that's incredible. That's absolutely and that's what we've needed all year long. The biggest theme was we create chances, but we have not finished them against Chicago. We absolutely finished them and we look great. And, and those what two of them were outside the box or, you know, type of shots. Dabinia with uh, she put an outside the box shot in that upper 90. De Bernardo, beautiful left footed shot. Um, you know, the fact that. Uh, Kaiser scored off of an assist from Mimi Larson in the 62nd. You know, a, a great pass by Larson, who has what three assists now on the team. I'm going off the top of my head here. Um, you know, when she's in there, she makes smart decisions. And then, uh, you know, Dabinia with that beautiful uh finish, which almost looked off sides, but it wasn't. So they finished two, two goals outside the box, two goals inside the box, different players. You know, it's, it was fantastic. I get a little bit of schadenfreude. It's one of my favorite words and favorite feelings to ever have when we score goals on a big-time person. And Alyssa Nair is a big-time person. Big-time U.S. national team goalkeeper. Uh, love it. And love, love to hate on her when she plays us. Not for the U.S. I'm going to root my ass off. For, I'm going to cheer my head off for her, you know? But uh, when she kicks the ball into oh, the back of Michelle God. Cooper 
as Michelle is running away, like jogging to get out of the box, not trying to be a nuisance. Didn't even know trying... that was she was in that play. Didn't even no. know. Not trying to delay the game, throw her arms up, get her body in front of her, nothing. Turned around and was just jogging out of the box. And Alyssa sold it. She knew what she was doing. She kicks it into the back of Michelle and throws her arms up like, what's she doing blocking the ball? And Michelle's like, what just happened? And the ref gives a yellow card to Michelle Cooper, an early yellow card. And I'm like, you got to be outside your mind if you think she was doing that on purpose. Like, if anything, the goalkeeper, I don't, can you give the goalkeeper a yellow for that? Because that's, I mean. I, theoretically, you could do that on every play if you yeah. really wanted to. Right. Every opportunity. It, it's like, it's not delaying a restart. Yeah. Because she was getting outside. Was she outside the box already? I, I thought she was on the line, but she was jogging away, not even yeah. knowing she was in the realm of the, you know, of the play or nayer. It was so, unbelievable. So yeah. you're telling her she should have been faster. She should have got the hell out of there. And it's like, well, that it's all subjective, dude. I thought the I thought the referee was pretty trash, to be honest. I thought yeah. that woman had a had a terrible game. Um, that seems to be the freaking that seems to be the blueprint these days, though. These referees are just like, hey, how can we fuck it up? <laughs> not, not even playing. They just they just mess it up somehow. And and it just we suffer for it. Teams suffer for it. It happens in MLS and in WSL. And I was telling Jimmy this the other day that you just get excited when a referee has a good game. You're like, look at that. Go you. And that's the exception, right? That's the exception. Yeah. yeah. Because the blueprint is to be trash. That's what you got to do. Could hey, you I'm a referee. If we didn't I'm have VAR, by the way. Like how these calls could badly Dude. these calls would be if there was no VAR. The I first am... year of VAR obviously has hiccups, but it could have been much worse. I love that we have VAR. I know it's not like, I don't know. I don't, I don't really, I don't really talk to anybody who doesn't like it. That feels weird to, to not like something that's going to help the integrity of the game. But I feel that uh, it, it overall helps. I only wish, I only wish we could take more time and VAR more things. I mean, I, you can't VAR that on Michelle Cooper, obviously it's a yellow card. You know, if it was a red, you, you probably could, but they, uh, I don't know. I just hate seeing one of our star strikers get a yellow card so early in the game. And now who's arguably one of the most aggressive players on the team has to not be so aggressive. And she kept being aggressive, dude. dude she was shoulder and shoulder to the floor. Somebody off on the line and just knocked them on their ass. Like it, shortly it, after that, she did. She like not long after. playing the ball, it uh, looked like. It was, she I She came know. in hard. If you have the ball and Michelle Cooper's coming your way, it's good. It's for one, it's probably going to sound like a locomotive getting closer. <laughs> like a tornado. You just hear something coming, man. And just, it's... you have to brace yourself because she's coming in. She's going to, she's not going to truck you, but she's going to meet you at that ball. And the force alone is going to push you off the ball. You better yeah. do some spin move real fast. Cause she's going to get it. But I couldn't believe that she was like, I, I know I just got a yellow, but let me go fuck this girl up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and that was not even a foul. Like nothing. Yeah, right? I, I That's where I thought refereeing was trash. I was like, that seems like that's a foul, but what the hell do I know? You're, we got people kicking balls in the backs and getting cards. I, I just love that, you know, when we had a, an opportunity to interview her, she said that's something that she worked on in the offseason was her physicality. Like, uh, well, uh, great Exactly. Job. Exactly. Applause. <laughs> it, 
and it makes me excited what else she can work on too when she gets some time off to you know build up the rest of of her abilities she's a rookie man she's a rookie she's doing and the so finishing's well. there too we, we all get yeah. there early enough to watch warm-ups watch her in warm-ups her finishing is class it looks so easy the way she just puts it in the in the corner of the net that little roller in the corner just pinpoint accuracy if she was only like you know 100 accurate throughout the game she'd have goals on goals man oh yeah we're going to talk about her next game obviously or with the spirit recap naturally so naturally let's uh let's take a quick break and we'll come back and keep talking about this game here in just a gif see you in a minute thanks for listening to kc sports network make sure you download our new app find it on the app store or google play just search kc sports network we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Buddy. Let me tell you, I got uh, I got my wife FaceTiming me this morning, telling me how it's 60 degrees out there, and I'm I'm standing outside with the dogs in 80 degree weather at like nine o'clock. <laughs> Cold blooded man. Cold. Cold blooded. Is I she said, rubbing it in? Is she like sending pictures? Just you know, enjoying not, it? Not really. Uh, I think she wants to, but and I told her she can. I was like, what's whatever? You can go ahead, piss me off. It's no different than any other time. <laughs> but uh man okay so first half happens right yeah it's uh it's nil nil at the half and something happens at halftime of this challenge cup game where these ladies are like let's stop playing with our food and eat already let's let's get this let's get this taken care of and uh boy did they turn it up to 11 it was uh davina found the found the back of the net man just what was it 55th minute? You know, and then, uh, sorry, I'm just kind of trying to read shit here. Haley Mace was charging down the left side of the pitch. She sends it right back to Dabinia at the top of the penalty area. One touch, rocket, bro. Rocket power right into that top right corner. And you, you were like, I think that's it. Like, I think that's going to open the door here. 
And I was like, man, I hope so. We need one more because this isn't enough. And boy, with the second one, six minutes later, that's where DiBernardo comes in. Loose ball in the box after a corner kick. Left-footed strike right from the top of the box, man. Pass a listen there. I have shot in Freuda to the max. I'm like, oh, listen there. You suck. Except next month for the World Cup. But right now, you're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I love about DiBernardo, that's her first goal. Yeah, it, is a member of the Kansas City Current. And she's is had it? some, I think so. It, hold on. I think so. Hold on. Let me let me double check before I... I thought we talked about that. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to... I usually don't question you. But something, something, maybe she's just taken enough shots out there to where it feels like she should have had one. Um, you're going to get the stats going because two minutes later, floodgates, baby. CC Kaiser was like, I want to play. I want to play. And she enters the freaking match right after she enters the match. Mimi Larson gets a pass from the Chicago back line, taps the ball forward, a little through ball. CC runs onto it and just. Just taps it right right below. Listen there. Easy no. peasy. I, it, yeah, she just came on, too, if I remember correctly. She yeah. just came on. And, and it was like she waited for the defense to kind of come to her. And yeah. then she dumped it off to Kaiser with a one-touch finish. It was absolutely beautiful. Perfect. Just drawing in the defense. And, and you know, Alyssa Nair comes off her line. And CeCe just goes, bloop, right underneath. Easy peasy. <laughs> I do this all day. Yep. What'd you find? Di Bernardo? Has she scored? I'm looking. I'm looking. All right. I'm right, looking. Well, then Dabinia was like, hey, I'm not done. Uh, I'm going to get that. I'm, I'm thinking about a brace in the 70th minute. I think I'll get that brace. So time's a run, which I think might be offsides. It was damn close. But she gets behind the, the defense man, gets a ball from DiBernardo. Right-footed strike right below Alyssa Nair. Just gorgeous. Dabinia broke her own record as the all-time leader in NWSL Challenge Cup goals. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So she has a total of 12 goals. Uh, she's the only player to score at least three goals in each of the last three editions of the Challenge Cup. No other player has more than one tournament with three-plus goals in league history. She's really? done it in three. Huh. I think we have a pretty class player there. Uh, I don't know why this isn't translating to league play, but Challenge Cup... She's crushing it. Well, she did good last year, too. They won the Challenge Cup with North Carolina. So, I, I mean, yeah. she, she always has success in the Challenge Cup. Maybe it's the fact that, you know, there's rotations going on or, you know, you get some younger players or players you want to get minutes, and she takes advantage of that. But it doesn't matter, man. She, she absolutely comes through. 100%, man. 100%. Uh, I'm happy. I'm happy with the Challenge Cup, uh, you know, keeps us into – Keeps us in the conversation, right? Right. What is the, uh, you know, we're still second, right? In our in our group, right behind Louisville. Oh yeah. Yep. Three three points behind Louisville. Louisville's just Louisville just wins, bro. I, I hate that we lost to them, um, but guess what? We've played everyone once. We got to play them all again. So if we can just beat Louisville, man, pop up there, because what we determined is that the top point, the top seed in each group is going to go forward to the semifinals and then the top most second second place team in, in the group will go forward so like like right now that would be that would be us we are we are the second place team and we have more points than any other second place team oh you're pissing me off uh-oh uh-oh oh 
I'm getting mad. Getting fired up, bro. I don't know what it is. I think there's just like a car door that's shut. Guess what? The world's full of cars. <laughs> Any Hoosiers. Anyway, she uh, she does not have one um, in the regular season. Okay. And I think... Well, here I am putting you to work for no reason. <laughs> yeah, I think it's her first goal uh, as a member of the Kansas City Current. So, And what a big relief for her. She had some really good looks during the regular season. Uh, I believe one of them was a diving save uh, in a close game. Um, I can't remember which game it was. But, uh, I mean... I'm glad she she got one. She totally deserves it. In my opinion, she's one of the been one of the best players all all year for the current. So floodgates, man, floodgates. That's it. And you're feeling like, okay, hey, this is good. This is good momentum going to to Saturday. Like some this we need. No, not Saturday. Sunday. Sunday. When the hell was Sunday. the game? It was Sunday. I don't even sporting was Saturday. This world. This shit's crazy. When you're so busy and you can't remember days, what is going on? It's just the weekend. We just categorize it by the weekend. Exactly. You're thinking like, wow, what momentum do we have right now the most? Like, and you're, you're Washington. You dropped points. Like you were in first place to start the week, but you dropped some midweek points, I believe. And so they're like, wow, Casey Current just dropped four at home. So let's, let's hope that doesn't happen to us here. Well, it looked like it was going to do that. It looked like it was going to be a wonderful day. Because um, we had two goals in the first half, bro. But a game is not one in the first half. You have to come out for the second. You have to. It's so... Well, spoiler alert. We lost three to two. Head coach, Carolyn Shibloom. Is that what people are saying these days? Shibloom? Uh, yeah, we'll go with that because I don't want to try and you know repeat it or pronounce it. So I've heard uh, a we'll million different sayings, and that's just driving me crazy. Um, <laughs> she says it's, it's frustrating when we're so good in the first half. I think we outplayed them. The players followed the game plan fantastically. Second half, we continued the game plan. We allowed them to come in a little bit more on our side because we were tired, but I still think we should have won the game. Well, yeah, but you got to play defense. You did your job. And what do they say is the most dangerous lead in soccer? 2-0, bro. And whoever gets the next goal has that momentum. And boy, did they. They scored and went on to thump us. Well, you know, we definitely have to talk about the fact that we witnessed history. Right in front of us, because where we sit, it's kind of on the... We sit in the south stand, right, when we watch it. So we watched... 22 seconds in, Michelle Cooper set the NWSL record for the quickest goal. I mean, I wasn't even ready for it. It happened so quickly. I mean, it was, we witnessed history, man. 22 seconds is hard to beat. Very hard to beat. And it was was a great, uh, I think it was a cross by Dabinia in the box. It took a deflection off of a Washington Spirit player. Went right to Cooper. She was calm. She collected it and finished. It was it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's a uh, dude. <laughs> Fastest goal in NWSL history. Uh, Cooper said she was shocked. She thought the ball was going to come across first time, but it uh, you know it kind of got a little deflection in there, and you can kind of see her. She's like, "Oh shit, I got to backtrack <laughs> to get that ball." 
and she's able to settle it and, uh, you know, get the goal. Just fantastic start. Something I wasn't expecting because I, you know, you jump to your feet and shit is just, you know, you go dizzy when you stand up too fast. Is that an old person thing? Does that mean I'm getting old? Uh, yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I is it a so. vegan thing? Do I not get enough uh, calories <laughs> from things? <laughs> maybe the fast or low low iron, maybe low low iron. Maybe, hold on, maybe hold on. Our Doctor Nick, Doctor Nick, our producer is coming through. Is that a thing? Should I be taking iron pills? Because that happens sometimes, bro. I will stand up to celebrate a goal, and I will get dizzy. Literally on that one, had to hold the back of my chair because I thought I was gonna pass out. Oh, if you if you remember, I was coming right off the three day cleanse though. That's true. That is true. So shit was weird. I was feeling feeling weird. I mean, if you pass out and fall right over the front, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I'll, I'll, you know, we're gonna Amazon some iron pills right now. <laughs> you don't, you don't gotta tell me twice. <laughs> so, uh, dude, 23rd minute, we we get a we get another chance though to go ahead. Uh, even Handball further. in the box. Handball, Handball in the box. box. VAR done uh, correctly. The, the VAR referee was like, hey, you should probably go take a look at this. And we're like, thank you, because we just lost our voices screaming at this person down here. And uh, it was called a penalty, man. So Dabinia steps up, gets her 40th career goal, which makes her only the 12th player to hit that milestone. Incredible. And, and she's, I mean, if she stays in the league, she can go forever, I feel like. so. Well, and we have her for two years. Is that right? This year and next year. Yeah, so she'll, you know, she'll get to experience the, you know, new stadium, which will be rocking. That'll be rocking good time. So you're, so you're up 2-0. You're up 2-0, and they, uh, you know, they get one back before halftime here, man. They, they get one back in the 36th minute. Ashley Hatch goes through the defenders and takes a shot from the top of the box. Cassie Miller dives, doesn't get it. Uh, it's Sanchez. Close. Say what? Uh, Ashley Sanchez is the one who took the shot. Oh, okay. I'm kind of reading from something else. So uh -oh. I don't know who Ashley Hatch is, but that is in my report here. It says Ashley Hatch. Oh. Uh, I mean, Ashley's a hell of a striker um, on the team. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Very easy to confuse with, with two Ashleys out there. But um, but yeah, put it, put it at the bottom corner, right? Bottom corner, that's a tough thing for anybody to stop. I want to get mad at our defense because there's like three players around her, which was frustrating in itself. But it's the story of the year. Story of yeah. the year is that we just we we crowd them and they they somehow get through it. We just make these little mistakes. Yeah, it I mean I, I gotta give credit to the to the player that that was a hell of a shot. You know, I want to get mad, um, but that's a I don't you know. You, Nine times out of ten, I don't know if she makes that in that same situation. So, you also can't give a team like Washington Spirit a lifeline. Don't don't give them a a, a bone, dude. Right, because they'll, they'll take it and they'll make you pay. Like this team has been consistently good all year. We've been consistently struggling all year. Just trying to claw back out of these depths of of irrelevance at the bottom of the table, and so. When you're up 2-0 on Washington Spirit, you you can't give them a damn thing. And, dude, I started thinking, what a game for these traveling fans. What a game oh, for yeah. Washington Spirit fans. I put myself in their position. I've gone to a lot of away games. And there is nothing better than celebrating a victory on someone else's field. 
And to see a comeback like that, I mean, bro, we've been part of comebacks. We've seen them. It's just the feeling is uh, it's unmatched. Yeah. It, it's just tough, man, because in that moment, we're up, we're up, you know, 2 0, 2 1, right? Like I'm thinking three points, right? We're looking good. Everything's clicking. I'm thinking three points. Worst case scenario, one point, right? That was what was in my mind. Um, but, you know, in the first half, good draw and ball started. Yep. You know? And then what happened? They came off at halftime. They came off at halftime, and then Washington had their way with us. Uh, you know, a goal in the 30th, 38th, I'm sorry, right before, right before half. And then the second half, you know, Washington just took over the game. We had some opportunities, but it was kind of a night and day situation in terms of, of possession and quality chances, if that, or at least that's what it felt like when we were watching it. But, buddy, in the 82nd, man, that header – right between Robinson and, and, and Soto. Uh, Washington scored off of a header, which kind of broke our heart because it was right in front of us. Um, yeah. And that moment, man, I'm like, please hold on to one point. Please hold on to one point because Washington is obviously a really good team. If we can take a point from them, you know, I'd, I'd be happy with that. Sure, sure. You got to, uh, you know. But it's also home team. Like you, it's a home game, so you kind of expect you want to win those games. So yeah. to think that, uh, and to think you just gave up that lead, like it's just such a sour taste. And I now that you know you took off Elizabeth Ball, you just kind of knew things were gonna. I don't know, man. How is Elizabeth Ball the freaking glue of this back line? Like, does she matter that much? I think the answer is yeah. And the only good thing is. We could potentially see her play 60 minutes this weekend. Probably start and probably leave at the 60-minute mark. That's great. I, I think we don't have a choice. You know, we, we, I think we try to give players time to get back. Obviously, you don't want to risk an injury. You don't want to get them back too soon. But oh, we're no. at the point to where, man, we just need, need them on the field. Just need you'd, love, you'd love to play her 90 minutes, but it's just not feasible. Could re-aggravate something. Like, you got to ease yeah. back in. I get it. I'm selfish. Whatever. Uh, they had, Washington had three shots on goal and scored all three of them. Like, what a 100% conversion rate, man. Like, that's that's not great. Now, I were they pretty unsavable? Yeah, they were really good shots. Uh, Cassie Miller didn't have a chance, in my opinion. Yeah. But, you know, you always you want your goalkeeper to at least have a save on the night or it doesn't even really feel like they played. But in this in this sense, she she couldn't get one. They scored all three of them that. Yeah, that shot in the bottom left corner from Sanchez, the header right in front of her. Like you as a keeper, you cannot react quick enough unless they hit it at you. You cannot react quick enough to make a play on the ball. That was a hell of a header. And on the, on the third goal in the 87th, man, like. You know, we thought she was offside. She wasn't, and she just had a point-blank look, uh, Tara yeah. McEwen. So, I know, dude. Devastating. Just... Okay. I, I do. I got a little extra commentary on this game. Uh, we do got to step away for a quick break real fast. Um, when we return, I'm going to get real. See you in a minute. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Oh, Christopher. I, get uh, real, buddy. Get real. I want to hear it. I had to check myself for a minute. I had to, I had to do a little introverted thinking, a little inward reflection um there are so many different kinds of people in this world and there are so many different kinds of football fans soccer fans whatever you want to call it and i realize that the sport is different with gender and let me explain because women's soccer it's a win to have twelve thousand people show up it's a win to continue the sellout or have the highest world cup women's viewership, you know, in the region. So I want to be mad because I'm, I'm competitive at heart. So I'm that kind of guy. I'm, I'm not aggro. Like I'm not going to, I'm not ready to fight, but I am competitive and I do not like to lose and we're losers right now. And so I'm at first I'm mad. I'm mad and I get it. And I want the players to be mad too. Like, I mean, I want to see a little bit out of that. And then I started thinking, you know what? They don't pay these women enough to be mad. They don't pay these women enough to view this as their life. Maybe some of them are different. Maybe some of them are mad, you know, but it's a, it's a job. Soccer is not life for everyone. Despite what, uh, you know, Danny Rojas says on Ted Lasso, football is not life to everyone. And so I started thinking like, I need to check myself, man, because sports is not life. This is a, this is a children's recess game and we get so freaking mad over it sometimes. And I just want to make the playoffs. Maybe my mood will enhance, but overall women's soccer as a whole and the growth that's winning. And I should be able to just be okay with that instead of some measly little three points right now. You know what I mean? You're, you're, I think you're looking at the big picture, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, that's how you should view it. Right. We're never, we're not always going to have a run, a deep run in the playoffs every single year. Injuries are going to happen, you know, but I, I think you're absolutely right, man. Everything is growing in Kansas city in terms of women's soccer, the league's growing. We have a lot to be happy and a lot to be positive about. And it's easy to lose in the 87th minute when we desperately need three points. But sometimes you just got to sit down, you know, remember that soccer is not life for everybody and there's nothing wrong with that, but we can't impose that on other people. Right. It's, 
I know. I mean, it's tough. I want, I want my initial thought is to be angry and like want change or something. Not, not really within the club because the game day experience is unmatched. Like I'm having a blast when I'm there, but you know, just on in the technical direction uh, of the team, you know, is it injuries? I mean, when we get everyone back, are we just going to start winning all of a sudden? I don't know if a coaching change needs to happen. I, I don't know when that moment is that we need to start asking those questions, but I need to step back and say, dude, this is a child's game. We're just, we're having fun. They aren't making nearly enough money to be as mad as some people get about it. You know, and there are people out there. Some people are just like, hey, great game. We'll get them next time. And then there's people that are like, fuck that, fire the coach. You know, I fall somewhere in between there. I'm kind of, I got a little bit on both sides. I'm upset, but I can also see this side as well. Does that make sense? Uh, yes. I, I think as a fan, as a player, anybody else, man, mental health is so important. And if these players, uh, we don't see them in the back crying or yelling or frustrated, right? right? We just see them on the field. We yeah, see or them. socials. Yeah, or socials. Yeah, we see what they want us to see or what they allow us to see. And that's that's perfectly fine. Um, but it's one of those things like I don't want these players to take it so seriously that they go into a depression or, right. you know, it really affects their mental health and same with, for the fans. Right. So I, I'm a half glass full kind of a kind of a guy. I just love to be there with my friends watching world class soccer um, in front of us and, and just us to have that opportunity. I feel like we're winning already. Now, do I want them to go on a run? Absolutely. But, you know, we don't want them to, to be paid as little as they are relative to what they should be. And, and, you know, be so hard on themselves that it's, it makes their life tough. Well, here's the deal. We're going to be mad. We're going to be uh, players. They're going to be mad coming into this weekend against uh, uh, Orlando pride. They're down in Orlando. They're going to be pissed. They didn't get shut out at home. Okay. It's not like they got smoked three nil. They scored two great goals. And then just folded in the second half. Couldn't put together a complete game. Story of the year. Can't put together a complete game. That's it. That's what's happening every time. Um, turn around. If it's going to happen, dude, it has to happen right here at Orlando. Uh, we're running out of running out of real estate, man. The, the season's only so long. Not many more chances to see everyone at home. Going to have a little World Cup break, some more Challenge Cup time. Uh, you're going to lose maybe your best player in Dabinha because she's going to go play for Brazil. Uh, we're not losing anyone to, to USWNT. So that's something the roster came out today. Um, we'll just have to see what happens, man. Something I do want to mention, the NWSL summer transfer window opens later this month, June 28th. And it's open for almost a month. Closes on July 25th. There was a rumor that players have been asking for trades. It was a rumor. That rumor was also shut down. Now, when I say shut down, I mean like Daniel Sperry asked the coach if that was happening. Is a coach going to tell you the truth on that? If it is happening, is she going to say, yeah. No, she doesn't want that problem in the clubhouse. What is this, baseball? Uh, <laughs> that problem in the locker room. She doesn't want uh, the fans to worry. So, yeah, she needs to shut it down. She needs to say, no, that hasn't happened. 
it's possible that it has. When your team's low like that, and you're maybe, or maybe you're not uh, getting the kind of playing time or being played on the field where you think you deserve, you might ask for a trade. Do you believe it? Do you believe what the, what the coach says? No, you you take every coach for what they're worth, or do you kind of question that? I mean, I question it, and that's not a knock on her, by the way. It's just no. what is she get? What is she gonna say, right? If she said something like, "Yeah, some players have asked for some trades. They're not. They want more time." I mean, that's just opening a floodgate for criticism for rumors like no team wants to have to deal with that. So do I believe it? Probably. Um, I mean, I could see French maybe wanting to go somewhere. I could see. I absolutely believe that. That's a huge point. I think maybe Chardonnay might want to go somewhere. I know she's, you know, likes to be here with a Loetta, but you know, she's not getting a whole lot of playing time and we're getting players coming back from injury. So, you know, I believe it. I believe. I just hope it's more of a, like, I want playing time, not I'm unhappy here. Sure. That's what I hope, if, if that is the case. I sometimes view those, like, press conferences as pro wrestling because <laughs> you're told what they want you to hear. You're, you're told to react how they want you to react. All these press conferences, do you know how much extensive training players and coaches go through so they can – not be idiots at a press conference so they can not do or say something stupid. Like there's trainings before the season even starts and probably ongoing maintenance trainings throughout the season. I don't know. But I think of it in Peter Vermees case, when he says there's no talks about Alan Polito going back to Mexico, I call bullshit. I feel like if it's being reported, there's probably some talks and you're lying to us. So we don't lose our shit because we're going to lose arguably our best player on the team. So I 100% think there are trade talks happening. If they're not, great. I would love, I, I hope there's not. But I do think there might be. And you said French, and I could assume that that is probably the case as well. Yeah, that's just the one that comes off the top of my head the most, um, for obvious yeah. reasons. Someone who was in the national team as potentially the third string goalkeeper going to Australia and just fell out of favor because she probably stopped getting playing time for her club team. What national team's going to call in a bench player? It, and I'm going to touch on this real quick. I mean, we're 40, 46 minutes running, man. We got we got some more road here. Oh, we're but, uh, but when you take a look, I'm going to use this example. Alyssa Nair, right, starting goalkeeper for the national team. She has conceded more goals than anybody else in the league. Why? Her Hell defense, yeah. her defense has, has been rough, and, and she has not been able to overcome the amount of shots on goal that happened throughout a game. She gets I, amazing saves, by the way. She the does. saves she does get, you're like, okay, she's a class keeper. She, How do you the beat most, that? She's the most humble person too, man. In terms, she yeah. doesn't want any credit. I love her, just not when we're playing her. But she kicks people in the back, bro. <laughs> that that she does. But, you know, they can only do so much. And I feel like Franch initially had Soto and, and Robinson right off the bat with no, you know, veteran leadership in that, you know, with the center backs, you know, on the field. So I don't think she was set up to succeed. I think she's a victim of that. You know, it doesn't help that you have a couple of own goals that hit off the post in the back of your head, you know? So I I really do feel bad for her. I think she's better than what people probably think she is right now, but she lost out on a huge payday had she been able to maintain her starting spot. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I can see her wanting to, to go somewhere. 
It's frustrating. It's frustrating. I mean, she, uh, who knows, man, who knows what's going on, but is there a record for how long the season has gone on without a team earning a draw? Because I, I don't know. Am I making too much of that? Cause I know other teams have at least one draw. looks like two teams have one and we have nothing. Is that just, uh, is that weird? Am I just being weird? I, no, I think it's a little, you know, pet peeve of yours. I think you like to talk about, but I, I think it's interesting. I don't know how to look that up, but, uh, you make one of those losses a draw and we're tied for last place. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, so. if, if we tie this last game, you know, we're anyway, yeah, we can go it's... on and on about that. Okay. So this weekend you have Orlando pride and this team is inconsistent at best. Their goal differential is right around ours. Minus nine. Ours is minus 10. Um, their form has been largely losses like ours. They've only won one more game than us. This is, this game is, is there for the taking. I mean, it's not going to do much to our, to the standings to get a win, but we got to help our pride by beating the pride. See what I did there? (laughs) I love it. I like it. I don't, I don't know. I'm not confident enough to make a prediction, I just think something's got to give here. You got to show up and get pissed. You know, you got to be mad with the way you let Washington back into that game. Because at the end of the day, you let you let that happen. Your defense didn't shore things up, wasn't concrete enough, and you got to get mad. Now's the time to get mad. Well, absolutely. You know, they're ninth place with 13 points. You know, like you mentioned, the goal difference is really, really similar. They beat the Washington spirit, lost to Chicago, lost to Houston, beat Portland, and then lost to the courage. Well, courage are a good team, but it just goes to show you that like they're a Jekyll and high team and you never, you don't know what you're going to get. They are towards the bottom and goals per match, but they're unbeaten in their last four home games. So it's going to be tough and we're not great on the road. We have not had a road point at all over halfway through the season, not even had one road point. Now's the time, dude. Now's the time, man. It has to happen because I, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired of losing. It's not a great feeling for the fans, and it certainly can't be a great feeling for the players. Um, they can't be happy with it. You got you got Marta, you know, Dabinia's good friend Marta on the team. Um, Adriana, where's she play? Brazil. She's Brazilian. So. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Dabinia's friends and fam here. She's yeah. She knows them. Uh, and, and defender Kylie Strom. Yeah. So are, they're unbeaten but, in their last four home games. Yeah. That doesn't but that doesn't bode well for us. But we did beat them earlier this year at home, so we've done it. Um, we just got to do it again, man. We just got to do it again. And when we did it, I remember we were like, mm, "Don't read too much into that. It's Orlando. We'll take the points, but don't." Uh, don't read too much into it. So, um, you want to do a quick touch on women's national team? Sure. Uh, as, as you mentioned, no current players. Dabinia is only uh, current player going for Brazil. Is there anything that surprises you here um, uh, on this World Cup roster? And we could go over it, but I'm sure everybody by now has looked at it. Um, oh, yeah. Savannah Demello, by the way, she she had the best stretch, I think 
leading up to the World Cup and anybody in the NWSL absolutely played her way uh, on the team. Yeah, and we Love were part it. of that we were part of that great stretch and we we were victims of that great stretch. We helped her. We we helped her. Yeah. It was not good. Uh I, I should I be surprised that Julie Ertz is in there? Is that weird? No. I, I is think she doing well? Wasn't she injured? Like she's People love her, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Is she even doing anything? She she's so good at her position, and I, I think that her where she is on the national team, she fits a very unique need, and she's really good at it. And I think she's Vladko's one of Vladko's favorites, so that's not a surprise. A little surprise, Alyssa Thompson made it as being young as yeah. she is, but kind of not really. Um, Lynn Williams, yeah, Lynn Williams. By the way, listen, that's a story. Yes. That's a story. Lynn Williams, who was completely injured, had nothing going on for her, you know, was with us. We traded her away. She's arguably having the best time of her life, best best time of her career, uh, scoring goals right and left, just bangers on bangers, and gets her way back into the national team. She's in favor again with the national team. I just think that's I just think that's awesome. I'm not I'm not having FOMO here. I'm not mad at it. It's just, uh, it's unfortunate that she doesn't play for us. <laughs> yeah. And I see a lot of people, you know, comparing Cooper and, and Lynn right now. That's so hard. I don't, they're do, not the man. same. I, I, I don't think they're the same person. Well, let, let's look at three years. Let's take three years of, of a, a time span of yeah. a sample size, and then we can make any determination. So we that's... were taking, we were taking Michelle Cooper in hopes that like, w- let's see what we can make you. Like we weren't saying like, hey, you're freaking veteran caliber right now. It was an investment. And you sign her on a, a rookie deal and it's a long one and you know, see what see what happens. You're absolutely right. You touched on it that Cooper came in and signed a rookie contract. I mean, she got paid probably really well, but it's still a, a rookie contract. We got her for three years. Lynn Williams was a this was a last year on her deal, and she was about to get paid if she played yeah. well, and she did. So she got paid quite a bit. That gave us the flexibility to have, you know, two years of additional funds or resources we can shift around to try and help the team. So it's not apples to apples here. Um, but I, like I said, I love that story. Lynn Williams is fantastic. I'm really happy for her. It's awesome, man. And of course, you got Sophia Smith in there and Trinity, Ro- Trinity Rodman, who we, uh, man, oh, man, didn't mention that Croy Soto had a hell of a one-on-one yes. stop against Trinity. Absolutely. Um, she's a little pest, by the way, Trinity Rodman. She's a little frustrating. You know, I don't want to make the comparison too much, but she's kind of like her dad in the way, like in Dennis Rodman, like <laughs> around the rim, he is a right. nightmare to deal with. Around the box, Trinity is a nightmare to deal with. She's, you know, Rodman was called a pest all the time. All it's the true, time. man. It, they were part of, you know, NWO, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Her father is in the NWO. You know, that's, that's, that's right. how we, we, we talk about that. But uh, no one knows what the hell's going on. A lot of re- a lot of wrestling fans here. No new world order. Good yeah, grief. Too sweet. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I, no surprises, really. Um, it all kind of makes sense. There's a couple players that got left out. I feel bad for. But um, well, I am. I'm, I'm a fan of this team regardless. Yes. I'm a fan. Uh, I'm excited to. I'm excited to cheer. And uh, watch all the freaking games, dude. I'm also excited to watch the Brazil games. I, I will be a, a Brazil fan as well. 
Yeah. Um, unless they come up against USA, you know, so. They're kind of a surging underdog. People are not giving them the credit, mm. but I know we're wrapping things up here. I want to throw sure. a couple things at us. So I was talking to somebody, Christian, on, on Twitter, and he brought up a good point that uh, last year to make the playoffs, I think, I want to say it was like 35, 36, 33 points. I can't remember. Um, don't quote me on that. But to make the last spot in the playoffs, we would have to go seven and three. Right. We'd have to go seven and three or, or some variation of that and point, you know, for points. And I looked at the schedule real quick and we play uh, Portland on the first July 1st. And then we play Louisville. I want to say on July 7th. Now we have a national team game on July 9th. So they're going to miss some national team players. So when we play Louisville, they're going to be without DeMello. And depending on when they report to camp or if maybe Portland doesn't want to play their, their national team players for injury reasons, they may be without – Portland may be without Dunn, Sophia Smith, and stuff like that. So right. we could play them – I don't want to say at their weakest, but, you know. No, that's points, baby. you got to pick up those points. you got to take advantage of a of – a, got to kick them when they're down, you know. And then coming back, we play oh, – right off the, the World Cup break, we play OL, who may be resting – some of their players. True. So I don't know what, on the timing, but that could help. But we'll be without sports. That's sports for you, though, dude. If you got a rookie left back, where do you think the team's going to attack you? Yeah. At, on your left side. Like, it's coming. They're going to test that young player the whole time. We've seen it happen. Uh, uh, Freaking, we've seen it happen to Croy Soto and Gabby Rod, Gabby Robinson. Sorry. And they, uh, uh, you know, they've, they've had to really grow up fast to fit into this team. Um, quick side note, dude, my work is doing like an Australia themed summer extravaganza because of the world cup. And I'm like, oh, yo, wow. I am, I'm at a cool place that, that they are uh, paying attention to women's soccer that way. I just think that's awesome. That's cool. I got a little, I got a little squishy alligator stress ball. It was just on my desk one day. <laughs> yeah. Super fun. I was that's like, cool. blimey, crikey. <laughs> uh hey you want to get out of here this is one of our longest podcasts had a had a lot of fun with you but i gotta kick you out <laughs> i mean i i could stay forever but yeah we'll probably annoying people at this point but uh, it's all right man hey this is this is fun when you got two games to talk about it's always fun um world cups right around the corner that's got me very excited to watch as much soccer uh, all I can think about is I need more TVs in my house. So if I have to walk to other rooms, it's still on. Uh, I'll take care of that. Don't worry. Wife's out of town. I'm off to buy a TV. <laughs> she comes back. She I got that bitch. Big TV. I got that bitch mounted. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you do when your wife leaves, right? You, you make some decisions that you probably shouldn't be making. I mean, I bought shoes. That, that's just That's just everyday shit for me. <laughs> So, uh, guys, thank you so much for being here. Uh, this this podcast means nothing without having you here. We don't even care about doing it if no one's listening. So, thank you. Um, let us know what you love. Hit us up at nootherpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter. I wouldn't recommend it. At Dan Couser, at Chris Wright 21. Uh, you can follow us. We don't, we don't need your follows. We don't desire your follows, but we'll take them. Uh, at nootherpod as well. And uh, yeah, 
until next time, well, uh, he's Chris. I'm Dan. We love the hell out of you. See ya. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.